Well, hello, and welcome back to the Football Grumble podcast. It's been three months. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a very um, long time. And a, a, a myriad of reasons for that, um, including, you know, different training that we've had to do, different permissions we've had to get, um, been out of the country, the World Cup, and there's been a whole host of reasons, yeah. but we're back uh, for... A couple of weeks before Chris goes on his travels to Australia, yeah, and the area and beyond. So um, we're, we're going to treat this. It's probably a bit of a longer podcast, but we're um, going to re relook at our um, the the prediction from the start of the season, and we're going to look at what we think is going to happen uh, for the rest of the season. So, but we'll, I just think before we carry on, um, obviously, I've mentioned that the World Cup has been and gone since we last recorded. So, you know, I think it's worth revisiting for a moment. Um, just a brief moment. Yeah, just, you know, what was your thoughts on it? Good World Cup? It was a brilliant World Cup, yeah. In terms of excitement and, you know, it reflected in the amount of goals that we had. It was a yeah. record amount of goals. Um, it was one of the best, if not the best, final we've ever seen in a World Cup, uh, in mine and many other uh, opinions. So it was, uh, yeah, it was great. It's just, um, yeah, if you focus on purely footballing basis, it was a, I thought it was... One oh, of, yeah, from a football spectacle. Possibly one of the best World Cups uh, I've, I've ever watched. Mm. And I quite liked it being in the middle of the season. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe not in the middle of the season, but I liked it being around Christmas. It's sort of like a good run-up of... I don't know. I, it I, was I, different, wasn't it? It was, it was it wasn't as bad as I thought... Or at least it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. And there were, uh, I was because I was really worried. the first round of group games was quite poor, apart from England. There were a lot of nil nils actually in the early games, but mm. then after that there was some great group games. The Cameroon Serbia one comes to mind, and yeah, there was some yeah some crazy games. Yeah. Uh, the the day with the I think there was the day with Ghana and South Korea. Yeah, that, that was, was the just day after, that I returned back to work. Yeah, after taking a week off to watch the group. That, that was after the free free with Serbia Cameroon as well. So and then, um, but that group in general that that was entertaining with the Ghana Uruguay game and the scuffed penalty spot. Mm. Then Uruguay realizing South Korea getting the late equalising. Uruguay suddenly had to go for it. It was all drama. Yeah. So the, so that was a group stage. Obviously England. What do we think about England? Um, I think they should be proud of of what they achieved because they got a lot of stick uh, but you know when you look at it ultimately we we came up against one of if not the best team in the world um, they just fell short of the final but I think they've got a lot of positives to take into the next tournament uh, you know full well that I was on the fence in fact more off the fence with Gareth Southgate um, I'm actually quite glad after this tournament that he has been given another chance uh, at the the Euros in I, Germany, I think uh, one one thing definitely to be said about Southgate. It feels weird talking about international football when there's none none coming up or whatever. But uh, with some time to reflect on the tournament, uh, it's it's worth noting like how good France have been in tournament football in recent years and how little that they actually like to have the ball. Um, and so for all the times that where people were saying that Southgate's boring and too defensive and too pragmatic. Uh, There's the proofs in the pudding that that's possibly the way to to progress in international tournaments. Because you know Argentina to an extent didn't want loads of the ball unless 
<laughs> unless it was Lionel Messi. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, th- we've got we've got things to think about. We've got a great generation, and he seems to really um, resonate with the players as well, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, uh, I think Jude it would Bellingham be a shame. was phenomenal as well. Oh, Jude Bellingham was was the standout player as far as England were concerned. Uh, you know what what a career he's having and going to have in the future. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of positives to take, and I think you know when you look at the actual matchup against France, you know overall throughout large periods of that game we were the better team, um, but it's it's one of those in the heat of the moment. Fortunately, you know Kane missed that second penalty. We can talk about that as much as we like. It was um, it just wasn't meant to be. No, um, and and in some ways it was you know because obviously the final was so good, it was quite nice to watch that. Um, as a neutral, it was in a, in a weird way. Like I, yeah, yeah. I don't think my heart could have took that if it was England oh, going to. No, to, no. <laughs> it would have been painful. So yeah. it was bad enough um, with Argentina and France as a neutral. So it's one that we'll remember for forever. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So getting back to uh, domestic football. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's been quite a lot of that as well since we last recorded. Um, there's well. It's been. It, it remains to be a bit of a crazy season. Mm. There's. We've had a few shifts in power, haven't we? Over, yeah. Uh, over the course of the season, and, uh, and the, the one constant's been Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, who remain top of the table at time of speaking, and will do for at least a few weeks because they've got that much of a, a gap over um, Manchester City with a game in hand as well. With so, a game in hand, they do really pl- impressive. They do play each other soon. Yeah, uh, 15th Feb, of Feb 15th of Feb yeah so it's one that all neutrals and, and Arsenal and City will be looking at as, yeah. as a potential decider as we know yeah. there are two games between uh, those teams so it's it's still all to play for but yeah take nothing away from Arsenal so far this season they've been so impressive and in, in the uh, in the week uh, or two weeks where they had spares away and United at home, Man United at home, you know, that they, they managed to... Brush them aside, come, didn't they? Yeah, they did. You it's, know. Not, it's not just the way that... the. I mean, obviously, the United one was a last-minute winner, but they were the better team. They were place. the better team, yeah. Um, you know, had Man United had Casemiro there, it could have been a different game. I think it would have been a different game, but regardless of that, they got the result. And, the, yeah, they're, they're firing. I, I can't see... Well, I can't. There's only one team that I can see stopping them, and that is Man City. When and do you think they will? I think they will. Yeah, I think I think Man City will hit this run of form now that they they seem to to do every season, and especially having the two games, I think City will come on top in both of those games. Yeah, I think um, Gary Neville made a good point the other Monday night football uh, last week when he said you know, that Man City have been doing the thing what they do in the first half of the season, where whereby they. they toy with their team selection they mm. play about with it and they figure out what they want to play with in the running I, I think you'd have to ask Pep what that team will be but you know Ferdinand been playing every week and it, they've rotated I think in the running it'll be more or less the same team most weeks you won't have these changes at the back whatever team that is uh, you, you bet your bottom dollar that they'll probably win I don't know how many games left now, 18 games? Yeah, we're halfway through the season, yeah. aren't we? City are used to winning titles, they'll, they they'll, know what it takes. They'll probably win all, but uh, they'll win 17, at least, of the last 
18, 19 games. So, yeah, I'd put my money on it. Uh, it's just it's just over to Arsenal, isn't it? And what yeah. they can do, and and obviously they've only lost once against Man United. Yeah, so so they they've been formidable, but it's it, it it's still a long way to go. Yeah, it's it, you know this this thing that we've seen in the last few years with Manchester City and Liverpool, where they maybe lose one or two games in a season, that's not the norm, mm. and and so people should really <laughs> you know reduce that expectation. You know, a point a winning points tally of somewhere in the eighties should be to be expected. But this Man City side is so good yeah. that you have to get ninety plus points to have a chance of winning. Mm. Uh, and Arsenal certainly set, certainly set themselves up for it. But it's you know, can Enketia keep the form going? Um, you know, in Jesus's uh, absence, you know how how many games are they going to get out of Partey? It looks like they're going to sign Jorginho, but what sort of signing is is that? Mm. You know, it's, it's just it, well, it's just you know, we still got these questions about co- consistency. Uh, of course, none of these players have really been in a title race before. Exactly, and I think that's that's going to be the difference ultimately. And also the strength and depth of Manchester City. You know, we've seen how they rotated in the in the cup. Uh, you yeah, know, they got the, the the win against Arsenal last week. Having said that, Arsenal did rotate as well, didn't they? They did. Yeah, but when you look at rotations, Man City have obviously yeah. got the favourable team. Do, do you think uh, that was a psychological blur? No, the first meeting of the two sides. I, 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 no, I don't read into into that too much. Um, I think, and I agree with Roy Keane's comments in in terms of sort of looking at that and thinking it's the Premier League. We want to win the Premier League, and that's yeah. the focus at the moment. And I don't think Arsenal have got the squad to compete on all fronts. And this is no. where it's going to get a bit difficult in the latter stages. You know, if they do progress further into the Europa League, they're going to struggle. Because naturally there will be rotation, there'll be injuries. They've already had injuries. You know, party is going to be a crucial loss for for Arsenal. So we'll have to see. You know, Man City can make little changes here and yeah. there and still be one of the best teams, if not the best team in England. Yeah, but on on, I know I know you're saying it's about squad depth, but you know Manchester City. What is the one thing that they really need and want? And it's the Champions League. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah. So how much? How much of their efforts are? <sighs> yeah, you're right. Because no matter you can have whatever squad you want, but psycholo- psych- psychology and mentality you, in any form of life, if you, you might have two really important things, but one's more important than the other, you put more effort into the one that's more important than the other. And so, if it, you know, it comes to a big game week where you've got a Premier League game on the Saturday or the Sunday, and then you've got a Champions League semi-final on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. It's no it, secret that they, yeah, so the Champions League is their creme de la creme, yeah. and uh, yet, yet to win that. And you know, it's. I, I just think in terms of the, the, the depth that they've got, they've got the ability to rotate yeah. uh, and, and make those those tweaks. Having said that. Which I know we'll come on to shortly, but you know the loss of Cancelo, you know, yeah. the losing players, yeah. So that's that's. I I mean I, I also, a plus for Arsenal. Going against what I've just said as well, uh, because it's Pep, and because of this, you know, I don't know if it is because of the social media generation or whatever, but when they win the Champions League, to go down as one of the greats, you almost would think that they'd have to win it the same year that they won the Prem. Just in some sort of like weird, like mm. you know, because people will go, yeah, but they didn't win the pre-, you know, go United won the treble, yeah. So yeah. this team can't be as good as that because they didn't do them both. Oh, definitely, there will be because we, like we were yeah. obsessed with comparing with teams of the past, yeah. 
Um, you know, if City were to win the Premier League, champ- they're more than capable of doing yeah, both. They could do the treble this year. They could well do. Yeah, yeah. It was it was funny actually because you know when they had that that week when they, they got kicked out of the Carabao Cup. Yeah, they lost against Man United in the derby, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, Pep's losing it. Pep's losing it." And then you know the, the, the beat Spurs, the beat Arsenal in the cup. I just feel like they'll just go on this relentless run now. Which they're prone to, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're a machine. Yeah, and they've got a robot or an alien, whatever you want to call him, up top. That'll just guarantee you goal after goal after goal. Absolutely, I'd be worried. So the other the other surprise team in the top four um, is Newcastle United. It is, yeah. Um, I've often been reminded by a couple of, well, specifically one listener, uh, that I, this time last year, said that the <laughs> Newcastle will go down. Uh, <laughs> but it was plausible, to be fair, at that yeah, time. Yeah, and I, I think I said it before the takeover was confirmed, and yeah, a so few other things. There's been a few changes. There's been a few changes. <laughs> but um, albeit I did say that Newcastle will go down, so what a transformation uh, the last 12 months has been. Uh, the, you know, we were saying on the way in, it's not exactly the most exciting brand of football a lot of the time, but it's effective. They've got one of the best defenses um, in the first nineteen games mm-hmm. of, of of the history of the Premier League. I think it's only eleven goals against. Yeah, in, ten games in a row without conceding a goal is just an unbelievable achievement. Yeah, so very impressive. Yeah, I do. Personally, think that well, this is the ceiling for this season. I, I, I think you know, forget oh, top two. I, I fully expect Man United to leapfrog them and probably Tottenham. I, I think they'd do really well to finish fourth. I think I'm going achieving. out there and saying, okay, it, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, um, on what basis do you think Tottenham will finish ahead? Uh, well, one, you've got Harry Kane. Mm. Which they've got Dan Byrne though. <laughs> I like Dan Byrne. Um, Harry Kane is so good. I think. I mean, you know, we might even get onto this later, but obviously, there's, there's rumours that he might go to Man United next season mm. for hundred million plus or whatever. You know, there's a reason why. Um, I think. There's a matter of time before Son becomes, uh, you know, a goal scorer again. You know, he's he's he's, he's he is world class. Yeah, the, you know that that is his poor form won't last. No, it's it's just purely temporary. Uh, they've looks like they're going to solve the right back problem, right wing back problem, with Pedro Porro. Not sure 100 percent on that, but of course that's certainly one of the where the, the weak spots has been. I think the, I think for me, it's, they're in the same position as they were last year. They've had a poor first half of the season, um, and they're having literally poor first halves. The, the second half performances are great. There's, there's a point where you've got to be able to take that into, you know, make that ninety minutes, of course. Yeah. But they did it last year. Um, you know, again, they're another side with lots of quality where they can go on a relentless run of form. They've got great players and great cover in a lot of positions. I mean, don't help that players like Hugo Lloris is having probably his worst mm-hmm. ever season. And, uh, you know, I was a big fan of Romero last year. I've watched him recently. He's been a bit shaky, yeah, particularly in the Arsenal game. Um, the weaknesses have been exposed. Yeah. 
for sure. Uh, but I, 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 there's something about them. They've been there and done it, and that you know, in sport, not just football, in any sport, if you've been there and done it, it always gives you an advantage. Ask any professional pundit. Well, the content factor is is enough for me to believe that they will. Yeah. If not achieve that, they'll, they'll definitely and it, and it, and it's, charge for it. It's still close. Oh, it's very well, close. Yeah. T- t- for Newcastle to get top four, we're asking them to do some. We're asking them to to be as consistent now as they've been before, and how consistent they've been is that they're breaking records. Yeah. So you're asking them to do a lot, and it's replicating the first half of the season, which and, is going to be difficult. Yeah, and now they're adding players that I'm not. I like, but I'm not sure. What, what's your thoughts on Anthony Gordon? Well, this is what I'm saying. I quite like Anthony Gordon as a footballer. I liked him when he was an academy product at Everton because it's risk-free. Mm. 45 million for a lad who didn't really is not really prolific and not really consistent is is crazy. But he's a young English talent, so that's. And he, he, if he's at Everton playing well, he might be able to keep them up. So that's where the money comes from. Mm. Everton can't afford to go down. Oh, he's invaluable, really. So, in that sense, so that's where the, that's where the, the valuations come from. And I, I always feel sorry for a player when they get valued at a price because no matter uh, they've now got to deliver. Mm. Whereas he, he, I don't suppose he turned around and said, "I'm worth forty-five million." He just said he was worth more than a relegations <laughs> crap. <laughs> and he is. He should be given that. The yeah. opportunity to be able to further his career. But I don't know if it's going to happen, but there was rumours that Sir Maximum was going to leave Newcastle. Yeah, there were talks about him going abroad, weren't there? So I don't think Gordon's currently better than Sir Maximum. I think Gordon's got better end product than St Maximum, but St Maximum gives you... But when you're looking for the end of the season, we, in, so they've essentially signed Gordon to make sure they get Champions League, mm. I think. Oh, yeah, really. You have to look at it like that. So, is he definitely going to do more in these next four months than Sir Maximum would? I don't think that. I, think I, don't, what, know if, I don't know if that's how you think of it or. or no, I, or I agree. I, agree. I, I personally think that Anthony Gordon is the man that's going to score. He, he would score more goals than St Maximum, but St Maximum is there for his creativity. Yeah, and um, pace and just, just threat. And you've already got players like, you know, Isaac, and um, you, you've got players like Callum Wilson, for example. You've got those those goal getters. I think they lack a bit of creativity. I, I also think just with Sir Maximan's pace, he's just when you're away from home and you, you sat back a lot of the time. I mean, France at the World Cup's a good example. They they like to sit back, play without the ball, and when they could break, they had Dembele and obviously Mbappe on either side. Sir Maximan's obviously not as good as either of those two, but he's got the pace mm. and he's frightening. And as as the team that would be attacking. In that, you've always got to be thinking, right? I've got to make sure for some max money here is going to do me over. Gordon doesn't give me that sort of fear factor. No, no. These are very technical things, but and specific things. But I, I don't know. I, Gordon's one I would have gone for in the summer. Yeah, like I said to you, I, I mean, when Everton are in the Championship, they've been linked with Madison a lot, and I know they're not the same position, but I would have rather gone and got that done over the line. In that would have been big for Newcastle. I that, think... would have, that would have been a bigger one for January. Do you know what, I mean? yeah. do you know what I'm saying? No, I, I agree. There's a yeah, difference yeah. between a summer signing and a January yeah. signing. You've got time to bed them in at the start of the season. January, it's like you're signing them now to have an impact this season. Mm. It's, not fu- it's not for the future. You're, you, no. you need something to... Bo- now, they're third. It's filling in the cracks. Yeah. So, I mean, in theory, they're not out of the title race, but they are. I mean, that's not, it's not something they're going for. But top four's the goal. Top four's it? the goal. You've got to be aiming to really... 
players who can just be dropped in and make an impact. Mm. Otherwise, you've got to question why you would do that business halfway through a season. Yeah. So I'm not sure about the Gordon one. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those with Newcastle, with all of the great achievements that they've uh, they've made so far this season. Um, they're not. I mean, I, I I watched the game at Old Trafford, United Newcastle, earlier on in the season. They're a very very defensive minded team. Yeah, they're not an entertaining team to watch by any stretch. Now they do need, you know, just to epitomise that they need somebody with a creative spark because. I mean, Bruno Gamarish has been a, a godsend yeah. to Newcastle. He's been a brilliant signing. Uh, but they need something more. They need if a they're 10. Gonna, they need they're a 10, go don't they? they do need a 10, yeah. Because um, I think I think if Isaac can stay fit, I think he will score goals. Yeah. But it's getting supply. That's what, that's wrong, what they're lacking at the moment. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I think Gordon is a good player. And I'm sure he will come good for Newcastle before anyone like starts saying that, slagging him off. But mm. I, I just think... It's about what you need right now. Um, you asked me on the way in um, if I was a Newcastle fan, would I rather win yeah. the League Cup or finish in the top four? Mm. Now, I said win the League Cup, which probably sounds ridiculous. But what were your reasons for that? But I think there Well, I said to you, they're, they're a multi-billionaire... Well, they're a state-owned club, if we like. Mm. Let's... let's not yeah. beat around the bush. Top four will come because they've got infinite amounts of money um, and they seem to be doing things logically. They haven't won a trophy for nearly two generations of, mm. of you know, we're talking the 60s, I think, aren't we? I think that's the last time they won it, maybe probably longer. So it's getting them, it's getting a a monkey off the back sort of thing. Yeah, no, I agree with and that. And I know you, you're, you're... I'm argu- on the flip side in terms of... Your argument is that, well, they'll win a trophy eventually. But there are only so many trophies. I think just sometimes it can really... Look at Liverpool, you know, once you win one trophy... They've gone on so many years about winning a trophy. Once they win one, it, they start to become a, a habit. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chelsea were, Chelsea were always good. That one with Mourinho first went, I think he prioritised the League Cup. Pep did it. With Manchester City now, I know I'm not putting Newcastle quite in that category just yet because they seem to be doing things a bit slower. But it, it was certainly, if you can get that first trophy, then you, you get that habit of winning. I think Newcastle could do well to win the League Cup, especially when in in, in reality it'll probably be against Manchester United in the final. Yeah, who, who are also desperate to win a trophy again. The, the same sort of thing with them. They they've had that one good season. Um, with Mourinho, mm-hmm. I think Van Gaal won an FA Cup. Van Gaal won an FA Cup, yeah. So, but it's it's never it never really snowballed into anything. So that, no. but I think with Ten Hag, and like you you was also you've also said to me, you know you're a massive United fan. You know, they've got rid of the they've changed the mentality. Yeah, the culture is the changed. culture's changed. Yeah. So if United were to win a trophy this year at the League Cup, I think that might as a springboard. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's um, it, we've seen so many so much signs so many signs of progress under Ten Hag. Every single decision that he's made so far has been been a good one um, in terms of how he's dealt with the media, um, and you know it's reflecting in the results that we get. Uh, it's I, I said to you before we came on air. It's one of those where we, we've had great runs under Ollie. Yeah. We've had great runs under ten uh, under uh, Van Gaal and Mourinho, but it always felt like we were going to revert eventually. Yeah, uh, and that's 
that is down to the culture of the club. He's um, he's a no nonsense character. You can see that. You know, you look at the um, leaving out Rashford against against Wolves because he overslept. Yeah. Just things like that that make a difference, and you can see that the players are playing for each yeah. other as well as the club. You know, you see how much it means to somebody like Casemiro, who's, who's only just joined. He's so passionate, yeah. and he even said in a, uh, an interview the other day that you know he feels like a fifteen-year-old kid again. Yeah, and and that's that's great to hear uh, from from a fan's perspective. I think uh, I mean it's a good um, good point that you uh, made bringing up uh, the Rashford getting dropped. His character, you know, it's unquestionable anyway, but it, that just shows how good his character is and what sort of character that the, the club's creating. Because, like, Ronaldo was was getting dropped at the start of the season yeah. and, you know, infamously walked out, of the left the friendly game early, it sulked a few times mm-hmm. for being on the bench. Rashford took it on the chin and ended up... Did he get... He got a goal, yeah. Got brought on and scored, so... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're definitely making positive strides. Um, I was going to try to find a clever segue into a team that's not making so positive strides. Um, <laughs> there's two two teams that would definitely want to be in the top four and probably expect to be in the top four. Um, that that aren't, and that's uh, Liverpool and Chelsea. Yeah, they've, they've fallen off this season big time. Liverpool, um, both. I'd say both, but more so Liverpool. Because, because I'm just go, go, going back to our beginning of the season predictions. Yeah, uh, we both had Liverpool second. Well, Chelsea. Were I think we both we both expected Liverpool. them to get yeah. to Liverpool, which is maybe sorry with Manchester City. Yeah, uh, which might be um, uh, expecting too much. As I say, you know, it's no mean feat to get ninety points, but to keep doing the season after season after season. And, and losing one of the, you know, losing Mane. Yeah, in huge... their defence, they were competing on all four fronts right till the very end last season. Yeah. It's it's quite clear to see that they've they've burnt out. Yeah, Liverpool. Whereas whereas I was just going to say that on the flip side, we both had Chelsea fifth. Yeah, we didn't really fancy them for top four. No, I didn't think it'd be about as bad as this though. No, because but... I think had I mean I've spoken to a few Chelsea fans and. Their, they wish that Tuchel was still there, ultimately. Yeah, I, I'm not 100 percent sure it's Potter's problem though. No, 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 no. I, th- I but think he needs to be given the time. I hope, I hope they give him till at least the end of the season. I think they will, and I think then if he finishes nowhere near, he'll get sacked. Yeah, which just seems hard. I don't get me wrong. I know he's getting sacked. I know he get, he, how many of these players does he want? Exactly. It's Todd. He did brilliant at Brighton because they had a great scouting system. They had a great, you know, if one player leaves, they've got the next guy to replace him. And they've proven that with the manager, anyhow, because mm. Deserby's come in and just carried on Potter's work. Yeah. They're just a really well run football club, and it baffles me that <laughs> that Chelsea have seen that. They clearly know that because they've got Potter. Yeah. They've admired what Brighton have done, but instead of doing what Brighton have done, they've gone out and just signed, you know, the money they've wasted on the Felix loan. Don't get me wrong, I like Felix, good player. Probably really do well for him, but £9 million, it's... And non- not what they needed. It's not. It's nonsensical. They've got so many attacking midfielders. Yeah. Um, they needed a number nine, and they signed a nine and a half. So they signed a, basically <laughs> a carbon copy of Kai Havertz. Yeah. Who was underperforming as well, so... It, you know, it doesn't make sense. But then they've got Aubameyang there and don't want to play him. No, but we know what he's... 
you know, the attitude problems that he's got. They've just got such a inflated squad. Mm. I don't know. I don't know who still plays from. I don't know who done. Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't know what what. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I like because this Medic. Yeah, Medic. Mudrick. Yeah, Mudrick. He look. He looks good, doesn't he? I think he'll play. He looks like the one that's going to want to play. Yeah. I think but, people got a bit carried away against. You know, when he played against Liverpool, he played a 30-minute cameo. Yeah. Uh, he ran past a few men. Didn't really do anything else but that. But it's a lot of money. Yeah. But then... So what happens to players like... I know they've got a big injury list. Oh, it's But when they're all fit, where do they all play? Go- where, where does Mason Mount fit in? I th- if I was Mason Mount, I'd be looking to leave. Well, I, I read something that he might get a surprise move to Liverpool or something. Yeah. But Mason Mount's great. Focus the team around him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not had a great season, has he? No, but... But generally speaking, has. he is good. Well, for, for Chelsea... No one, really. No one, yeah. You know, Sterling, Sterling's all of a sudden... He's dropped off, hasn't he, massively? But I don't think that's... It doesn't make him a bad player. No, because we know what, we know what these players are capable of. Um, you know, they've been unlucky when you look at, like, Reese James. You know, obviously, with the injuries that, that he's... But it's all part of the game. At the end of the day... And it's a long list, as you say. But I look at the players that they're bringing in, and I'm thinking, but it's not replacing the ones. Are, are they getting any better players? It's like the ones that they're bringing in well, than what they've got already. Do you know, Hakim Ziyech is is going out. Apparently, going to be signing for PSG. Um, so I hear. You know, he's a great player, but he just can't be fitted into that system. That's a Chelsea problem. That's not yeah. Ziyech. Yeah, it was great in Morocco for in the World Cup. But then why why did they sign these players that don't fit into the system? It, how, how well does Enzo Fernandez fit into the system? I, I don't see it. I don't see he's not going to he's not going to come in and transform that team for one hundred and five million. One hundred and five million pounds. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> it, it's you know they're sending they're spending silly money uh, on players that I don't think are going to. Well, a few of them the I've team. never. I've, I must admit, I can't say I've ever heard of him. The one signing that I think is a, a very, very, very good signing, and this was actually a signing that was made when Tuchel was in charge, uh, or certainly the, um, they were exploring that, that transfer at that time, was um, Christopher Nkunku. He like will be it. a brilliant signing. I, I've no doubt about it. Uh, is he a January son, son, signing? Summer. So, well, we haven't yeah, seen him. Um, Injured. No, he's 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 actually still playing for Leipzig, but the deal doesn't go through until he he, he won't join Chelsea until the summer. Sorry, so I, I he would that. be a great signing. I've no doubt about that. We've seen what he's capable of um, in, in the Bundesliga and in France. But I, do, I just the other the other signings, I'm I'm scratching my head, and I'd be a little bit fearful if I was a Chelsea fan. M- M- Maduke, M- Mudrick, M- no, the the lad from oh Maduke, yeah, oh yeah, again another one. You know, why well, do need a right winger there? Y- yeah, a centre back from Monaco for thirty-eight minutes. It's the money, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Cucurella has been disappointing. Cuc- very, very disappointing. Yeah. Well, you look at the three signings. The three big signings for them was Cucurella, Koulibaly, and Sterling. They've all flopped. Fafana. Fafana, another one. That, I mean, he's been unlucky with injuries, hasn't he? Yeah. Just the list goes. I mean, why did they spend all that money on Chukwemenka? Zakaria, they've got an option to buy him at the end of the season, I believe. That'll be a good sign. Don't get me wrong, I know Chuck is a good sign at 18, but... Going down the list, it's just... 
But you've just read me all those players and we still haven't got a number nine. We still haven't got a... a, a and, and yes, you could say number nines are... We're coming away from number nines in this modern game, but I don't look at anybody in that team, in that setup, that's going to score 25 goals a season. It's a crazy list. Yeah, it is. Well, they got that Fafana, didn't they? Not the other, not Wesley Fafana, uh, David Fafana, Batra, 12 million from Mulder. <laughs> yes, they did, yeah. But again, do you know, unproven. It's. Uh, I just, sorry, I just, it's just a mad list of, of players that they've. I'm not going to name him, but I've got a, a friend who's a Chelsea fan, and he thinks that they are in contention to win the league next year. Next year, yeah. Mm. Unless some I, miracle I comes together, I don't think so. That they can gel. I mean, how many players have got to be gelled here? I just think it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's way too many. It is, yeah. Um, just before we go on to make our predictions for the rest of the season, then we'll, we'll look at the bottom end of the table. I mean, we best say. Fulham have been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Brighton have been phenomenal. Brentford, Brentford have been phenomenal. Yeah. Can't speak highly enough of those three teams. No. Um, they've just been great. Yeah. They've performed I, way above than what we expected. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Well, Fulham, you had. I had Fulham mid table. Fulham, I had. Which I think they will finish with mid table eventually because yeah. they will drop off a little bit, but yeah. uh, they've, they have been, yeah, even better than what but I look But look at some of the signings that they made. So, as an example, Andres Pereira, eight million quid from Man United. What a signing he's been. Him and Paulinia. Paulinia, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. I, 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 I was, um, I was talking to him about it now. We're talking about squad depth because yeah. um, we had obviously Hull City played them in the FA Cup. Yeah. Harry Wilson and Dan James played with second. Their yeah. second choice wingers, and. That's just crazy. That is that is really in, intelligent signings, really. And uh, just and kill, I, you know, it's care was a left back been at PSG. Like, yeah, it's just little signings like that. I really like Harrison Reed, by the way. Anthony Robinson, just like yeah. who you think maybe like squad players are really stepping yeah. up, and you can see that they're really playing for each other. I really Harrison Reed. I'm just gonna yeah put point out there because England don't have many holding midfielders. I'm sure he's English. Just before I make a fool of myself, but I think he might play for England one day. Pretty sure he is. Yeah, I think I think we're we're we're, we're crying out for some holy midfielders. Really, just you know, not we've got Declan Rice. Mm. We ain't got many. I don't think we've got an abundance of others. Harrison Reed's a really really steady footballer. Just does the basic things that and allows. Everyone else on the pitch to to tick over, you know, which is why Pereira is having a great season. You know, all these players for Fulham, yeah. Reed just distributes it quickly, uh, breaks the play up. He's, he's a really tidy footballer. I really rate him. Um, yeah, Brighton. Obviously, we've we've mentioned mm. uh, Zerbi briefly, taking over from Potter. Potter obviously did enough to get the Chelsea move. Now every Brighton player under the you know has been linked with moves. Caicedo wants to move. Trossard's already gone, but you know look at um, is it Mitsuma? Mitsuma, yeah, the the Japanese lad. Yeah, what a goal he scored! Three years ago, he he was studying at university. Yeah, and then he scores that goal against Liverpool at the week. And he's brilliant. Mitsuma has he has been brilliant. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like the Southampton 
like yeah. factory that they were just producing player yeah. after player and fair play to Brighton they're doing some great yeah great work there so but the relegation scrap uh, you know I think I don't think there's too many surprises down there all in all not really not on the basis of, of how the season's played out We'll just have a look at the current table. So the bottom three is currently Bournemouth 18th, Everton 19th, Southampton bottom. Uh, with Wolves just above West Ham, just above that. Leeds uh, and Leicester. Forest 13th on 21 points, which uh, is only four points above. But yeah. it's a little bit of a buffer considering four, you know, the three points clear of 14th. So you've got all those teams. I would say you'd have to look Forest down just because it's Forest are the new boys. But... They're, look, they're sitting pretty there. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be worried if I was Everton. Massively, yeah. I mean, they've got such a, a, a huge end to this transfer window because they're going to need to bring in some some players that are going to change the mentality just, more than anything. I'm just looking at... So I had Leeds, Southampton and Bournemouth to go down. That's I'm still liking the look of that, if I'm being honest. I had Forrest just above with Wolves and Leicester just above that. So I'm, I'm all I don't right. think you're far off. Yeah. I'm not far off. Everton 12th. So out of the bottom seven, I've got six and one just above that. So, I, you know, I had the bottom table pretty screwed on. Yeah. Um, you had Forrest, Fulham and Bournemouth to go down. Well, I still think Forrest will go down. Do you really? Yeah. I, you see, I can't, they're signing more players. Well, they just signed that Felipe from Atletico Madrid, haven't they? So they've got Felipe and Renan Lodi, who played in the Champions League <laughs> round of 16 against Man United last season. It's unbelievable. But but they are shifting a few out, because I think they have yeah. to, just yeah. for this financial fair play. Yeah. Uh, They're doing a wish version of Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm almost more impressed with oh, yeah. some of Forrest's signings. Uh, I think the couple, uh, O'Brien and Toffolo, that they're signing the summer there, on the way out. Cook, I think, is on the way out. So mm. there's quite a lot of players... Uh, leaving, it's just they're just crazy. Yeah, I think West Ham and Wolves will be safe. Yeah, even though they're down. And there I think Leicester moment. will be, but yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Leeds could very well get dragged back. Although they've made a great signing, Weston McKenney. What a great signing! What a player. Yeah. So now Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams, who played a really, really good World Cup yeah. together. So. Uh, who knows? And uh, it's just, it, I mean, it is such, such is the Premier League. I mean, some of the players that they're all linked with, it, it's just crazy. So you don't think Nathan Jones has got what it takes to keep Southampton up? Again, I like him. I do like him. I think he did an amazing job with Luton. I think Stoke fans hate him, but Luton yeah. fans will love him. Mm. Although every time he leaves, <laughs> they, they carry on performing. I don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, I, it really is a... I honestly, I wouldn't like to call it now. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I've made my prediction at the start of the season. I think I'm gonna stick with my mm. start of prediction, bottom three. I think, I think Leeds might get stuck. Well, yeah. just, I'm just gonna stick with it anyway. I think, yeah. I, I think Everton probably will. I think, I think it could be the current bottom three. Mm. But I'm gonna stick with my original prediction just because I'm gonna be really boring and just echo your original prediction. Oh, you think Leeds will slip in? There? I think Leeds will. I think. Although they have signed a striker from yeah, Rutter, yeah, but again, I, I don't know. I, I just look at. I don't think West Ham will go down. I don't think Wolves will go down. Um, I did say I think Forest may go down, 
Um, all right, I'm going to be a bit different. I'm going to say Forest, Southampton, and Bournemouth. Oh, did, oh, you, you had you had Forest and Bournemouth, didn't you? Yeah, you had but I had Fulham. Fulham yeah. <laughs> I think they might just stay up. Just about. <laughs> right, so we've I've kept my same bottom three of Leeds, yeah. Forest, Bournemouth. I've you've, changed. You've changed Southampton for Fulham. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's right. So what? So Fulham, Forest are going to have to like completely fall off, aren't they? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I'm just looking at the other teams around, and that's why I said maybe possibly Leeds as well. well one thing I will say: Forest's away form's horrendous, isn't it? Oh, Forest are yeah. terrible away from home, but they've got a great. Yeah, the home form's carrying them through, yeah. isn't it? Um, so that's the bottom three top yeah. four predictions then who's winning the league um, honest opinion I think Man City will win the league I, I and there'll be so many Arsenal fans saying yeah of course you do you know but at the end of the day Man City are a machine and Arsenal unfortunately not in a position where they're used to winning titles Man City are, have got what it takes to do this time yeah. and time again I'm going with you I'm sticking with you on that one I think Man City will uh, I think uh, I think they'll win it with a couple of games to go as well, do you? Mm. That convincing? I, th- mm. I think it will go. It will go to. You think it'll be final day again? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll have lift. Maybe, maybe not a couple of games to go, but I think it will. Can't possibly go to the final day again. What, yeah. You know, Man City can't just keep winning it on the last day of the season. So okay, so me as a Man United fan, who do you think I would like to win the Premier League? What Man City or Arsenal? Mm. I think you'd rather City win it, wouldn't you? Just because they already have. Exactly, it's just another one, isn't it? They're yeah, it's like... Uh, no. Quite a considerable way off. Yeah. Whereas Arsenal, I think... I, I, I'm sorry to Man City fans, but I think if you're an Arsenal fan, it means more. From the sense of, you know, the history of the club. Um, and also the progress that's been made under Arteta. I think it would mean more to that club to win the Premier League than it would to Man City. It's just another Premier League for Man City. The For Champions the... League is where they look to. Yeah, maybe. But I think Man City they don't have as they don't have like I don't want to say glory fans, but glory fans. <laughs> I mean, we obviously we know someone from Hull that supports Man City, but yeah, there are an abundance of them. I'm not saying it. Sorry, that but, but, that, that but, sounds bad. I mean, like because Man City are that used to winning Premier League titles. I guess it's but like it's another I, one. I think for it? the diehards, it'll still feel quite novel. Yeah. You know, if you're using mm. your 40s, 50s... Yeah, OK. Or, or yeah, your Liam, Liam and Noel Gallagher's. Yeah, you know, they, they've... But they'll, stu- they'll still remember watching them play in Division 2 or, or... You know yeah. what I mean? But it's the Champions League, isn't it, for them? I that's, feel, yeah, that's the, the, the priority is. is Champions League. Yeah, I mean, if, if, this, if the season worked out perfectly for everyone, you know, realistically now, Arsenal win the, win the Prem, Man City win the Champions League, United win the FA Cup and finish top four, Newcastle win the League Cup, finish top four. Yeah. You know, that would suit everyone. It would. Yeah, 100%. Uh, might have Apart a bet from Liverpool fans. I might, I might have a bet on it. Or <laughs> um, no. spares, yeah. That went up. But, I, I, you know, for the teams that are in the top four now, if if, if you said Newcastle, right, you're going to finish fourth and you're going to win the League Cup, they'd, mm. be, they'd bite your hands off. You'd probably, they'd probably take fifth in the League Cup. Then yeah. fans want a trophy really bad. I think spares, if you say to them fifth and an FA Cup, they'd be buzzing. Oh, yeah, yeah. As you say, spares, Newcastle and Man United... We'll all be desperate for silverware. Yeah. Um, which brings us on to two silverware. We're going to have a little guess at the League Cup. So obviously, okay. Newcastle are one look. Yeah. That's uh, going second leg tonight. tonight. Mm-hmm. I think they'll. 
I can't see anything but a win. No. Especially at St. James's, where the fans will be on it. And, yeah, you fully expect them to to get through to the final. Just with how good the fences and, you know, Southampton don't exactly score a load of goals at the best of times. No. Albeit they scored some absolute wildies when they knocked Man City I out. know. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, we saw that upset. So you don't... You, you, you never know. Uh, and then United, 2-0. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. Sorry, 3-0 up against Forest. Yeah. Had to... I mean, obviously, I'm going to say United because... You know, I would expect them to beat Newcastle in the final, but it's going to be a very, very, very difficult game. Just, just how sound Newcastle are defensively, but both teams are. That would be a great final. Tooth and nail. I think that would be a great final. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, for the neutral as well. Yeah, I think so. it's two big clubs. There's a lot. There's a lot about that game, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. So I'm going to say United to win the but game. But I'll, I'll go United as well. I won't even yeah. disagree. I think they just. There's just the calibre of player in that United team, isn't they? Mm. Just, just a f- in that final. Just imagine who's going to be scoring. And Starting to can, believe, are you, they? You Rashford. can see a Bruno goal, or you can see, yeah, them sort of. Rashford's, Rashford's in the form of his life at the yeah, moment. Rashford's world class at the moment. I mean, taking into account that we're only actually, I mean, the, the finals on the 26th of of this of, of February, so yeah. it's um, you know we're not far away. I think I think United will win that one. Um, I hope so. FA Cup. Well, you've got eliminations of Newcastle, Arsenal, um, Chelsea and Liverpool. So it, it leaves it wide open, doesn't it? But I think Man City won the FA Cup. Well, at the start of the season, I had a bet on United to win the FA Cup. Mm. So you think United won the FA Cup? Carabao Cup and FA Cup double? I wouldn't be surprised. After six years without a trophy? I think the... De- I, well, my, my theory was that at the start of the year... When I put the bet on, obviously this is the start of the season. I thought, you know, they'll they'll try and compete on all fronts. They might let the league cup go away sad because they want to make a good impression in the league because mm. with you know a new manager. Obviously that hadn't happened. They've done really well in the league cup. Yeah. So I thought, but they'll definitely want to win a trophy. And I don't think they're good enough to win the Premier League or. Uh, I can't remember which they was a champion. They. They were the Europa League, Europa this year. League so yeah. I, I, I don't know if our series to take that as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I went, I went FA Cup. Okay, so still a long way to go. But I went Spurs League Cup, and they're still in the FA Cup, aren't they? Spurs. So I might switch it around. I might go Spurs for the FA Cup, United for the League Cup. Okay, the opposite way around from my original bet. So Spurs but. FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, could could well happen. I think again, same thing. Same thing might happen with Man City is that you know they, they'll have they're right, they've got a big task now to win the Premier League, so that will take a lot of attention. Yeah. And then you've got the Champions League that, I've, as we've said, is is um, the top goal. Yeah. So and again, Tottenham desperately want a trophy. It's in the history. Of and the in Tottenham. theory, the what the third seed left in it, aren't they? If you look at the current standings, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god! I mean, all three of those teams will be looking at it, and thinking it's a real chance for silverware. And if Wrexham managed to pull off the upset against Sheffield United, it's Wrexham yeah. in the next round. Yeah, Sheffield United will be no easy game for Spurs there. That's a potential no, no, definitely game. not. The way that they're performing in the championship yeah. this season, I just think Man City. I mean, you look at Man City's run. They've the got FA Bristol Cup. City, haven't they? They've got Bristol City, but if you look at the previous run, they played Chelsea in the third round and Arsenal in the fourth round. Seems an awful shame to <laughs> to get booed out now, do you know? I just feel like I think yeah. 
they've got to be they've cl- quite clearly the favourites. Picking an FA Cup win is a very difficult one because obviously it's draw by draw. So yeah. you know, you know, Tottenham could get Man City in the next round. Then I won't feel so confident. But yeah. if you know Man United could get Man City and then one of them's out, yeah. and then you would fancy Tottenham. Bristol City are unbeaten in twenty twenty three, so you just <laughs> never know. <laughs> Who United? Who did United get in there? Uh, we've got Derby. Uh, uh, no, West Ham. West sorry. Ham. Yeah. So obviously it was the winner of Derby West Ham last night. So yeah, I mean it's a game that I would feel confident with. Yeah. At Old Trafford as well. So. And then you're in the quarters. And it's that. the quarterfinals. It's yeah. The quarterfinals. So I would fully expect Man City, Spurs, and United all to be in the quarterfinals. It'd be nice if they kept apart and one of them, two of them, were playing each other in the semis. It'd be nice. Yeah. Manchester Derby in the final. Makes me feel sick just thinking about it. <laughs> the thing is, Man City against Spurs has brought up some really good games. Yeah, recently. Yeah. recently. Yeah. Also, yeah. That would take, also be a good fan. You take that at any point as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, so, my, and it would be poetic as well if, if Kane does go to United in the summer. For Kane to, I'd love it. Obviously, for, just for Kane to win, because everyone's been slagging off Kane for not winning trophies. If he, he just if his last act in the Tottenham shirt was to to win a trophy, win an FA Cup, that'd be nice. Yeah. Okay. Living in Dreamland, but there you go. <laughs> so, uh, last, but not... Well, we'll go European then. All right. Champs League. Champs League, yeah. I'm going Man City, break the duck. <laughs> I'm all about the narrative this year. Kane yeah. to get his final trophy in his <laughs> final game for Tottenham. We've got uh, <laughs> Man City winning the European Cup. Well, I mean, PSG let me down on my prediction last year, so I'm, I'm staying clear of PSG. But, uh, I think they've just got... I can't... Mind you, Bayern Munich can't be very good, have they? No. Neither be PSG. It's not quite as as exciting, is it, as I thought what it, it would have been a couple of years ago. I th- yeah. It's, I'm going to go different, and I'm going to go Real Madrid again. Because they're just, they're just an absolute... That's well, it's different to you. It's not boring, <laughs> is it? Uh, although, to be fair, they're not performing that well in the league this year. Barcelona have got one over on them at the moment, so... It's a weird. I was, you know, it's European football. Just looking across the leagues over the weekend, and it really is um, an odd, odd season. You know, Munich are uh, even even Bayern are, are struggling to win Bundesliga. Yeah, uh, a PSG are, you know, conceding last minute goals against a guy who's got a job because of football manager. I, I mean, it's. <laughs> Did you see that? The, the, no. guy, the guy from the Stan Rems, he, he got into football management because of um, football manager. That's brilliant. And what he's a ce- story. He's celebrating the last <laughs> minute goal against him at, yes. at, at, at the pack, the Prancer. Nice. Yeah, some. <laughs> it's a, it's an, odd, an odd season. You know, Napoli winning, leading Serie A. Uh, obviously, they looked really. I think they're dark horses in the Champions League. Oh, I mean, I think they could be they could be semi finalists um, for sure. Yeah, because they. I know Liverpool have gone on to be pretty average this season, but the way they dismantled Liverpool early on is is one of the, probably one of the things that's really has uh, pushed Liverpool season back. Mm. So, I, I, you know, interesting to see where Napoli go. And I, I mean, I must admit, I've, I've forgot, apart from Bayern PSG, I forgot what the draw is. You got it on you, yeah. Yeah, so Porto Inter's quite level, I would say. Probably yeah. fancy Inter. Napoli should beat Frankfurt. You'd fancy Real Madrid against Liverpool, wouldn't you? At this current point, you would, time. especially over two legs. And like you say, Man City, Leipzig. You'd fancy Man City. 
Spurs AC Milan will be an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't pick a winner there. And then Bayern PSG. I mean, that this is the typical thing of of Champions League football. That that you so choose the seventh of March: Benfica, Bruges, Chelsea, Dortmund. I mean, obviously we'll watch Chelsea, Dortmund. Yeah. Next night, Bayern Munich PSG. Ah, oh, what a game! Tottenham AC Milan. Same, Same night. Do you know I mean? Yeah. It's always, there's always, and then, and then you get another night, and two games you don't really care about. It's just poor organisation. Yeah, get get the games we want on different days. Get your hands on different games. Uh, Europa League. I mean, it's impossible to break that with the round of <laughs> two and stuff. So impossible, yeah. But I mean, Barcelona United. Is that the game? Is that forget Champions League? I'm, well, that, I'm that interested probably in, that. in terms of like history and you know club size. But the fact that they're both on the rise again. Yeah, it's huge. They're both. I mean, Barcelona. It's a massive game. Aren't really, Two games. Barcelona haven't really hit rock bottom as such, have they? No. But they've they've they're on the rise. We thought we're going that way yeah. though. Um, and they have probably just That's gonna be a, a, a fantastic couple of games. They're another club though, they've just signed way too many players and half of them are on the bench, aren't they? Mm. But it seems to have made it work. Yeah. Xavi's doing a great job there, isn't he? So Yeah. I don't know. I it wouldn't be it's the hard, worst it's thing hard. in the world if we were to be booted out of that competition. No, but it's a big uh, it's a landmark victory if you can knock Barcelona out. If you can see first year, you knock like Barcelona out of Europe. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if you got beaten the next round by some nobodies, beating Barcelona would mm. be a bit of a springboard for the rest of the season. It, yes, yeah, it would. Well, that, that's it. You know, as Man United, you know, they're uh, obviously six years without a trophy, as we keep getting reminded. So they'll they'll be looking to win all trophies possible. Yeah, I mean they won't. But could be an unlikely quadruple on the odds for United. What are the odds on that, do you reckon? <laughs> a million yeah, to one. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah, and it's funny actually when you hear like you know some of the pundits and they say, "Oh, yeah. my United are still competing in all four competitions." Like I'm thinking, well, we're not really competing for the Premier League title, are we? It was funny that well, we had a three-day title race. Let's not forget that. Yeah, I mean that was the f- there was that. <laughs> it, but do you know what? They, you know. I was looking at it and I was thinking, well, yeah, if had, had they got the point with Arsenal, which they were nearly, that's even just that, there'd have only been eight points off Arsenal. It was yeah, but it was the Palace it game. Was the wasn't Palace, it? yeah. Now yeah. that, that was, was a draw, wasn't it? Uh, so, it was a draw, yeah. yeah. So, but you put that extra two points on that, six points off Arsenal, you would have been. I know, but that's that's a, it was a double. So you, would, so you would have been in the title race. Mm. Yeah, but there was. Would a lot you, of... Or would you not have counted that? Well, yeah. If if we'd have beaten Palace and we'd have beaten Arsenal at the but, weekend, no, but you'd drawn with Arsenal, so you're six points no. off. No. We'd have had to beat an Arsenal. And you know what? We could have beaten Arsenal had Casemiro been playing. Casemiro is. Had you beaten Arsenal, if you'd, if, you'd, if, you'd, if you'd have won those two games, you'd have been four points off Arsenal. Yeah, and we could have started. Uh, Would you have started, started to believe? Yeah, why not? Four points. Especially given that Arsenal have got to play Man City twice. You'd have been on, you'd have been on level points for Man City had those results gone in, I think. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Why not? But uh, that's gone now. It's gone. Uh, what Ten Hag's got to be looking at is is getting top four secured, um, winning the Carabao Cup, and then anything else is a bonus. So it's just popped up on my phone. Breaking news that Man United are close to signing Sabitzer. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've we've had announced today that Eriksson is going to be out for three months after the injury that he picked up against Reading. So. As a like-for-like replacement, I think that's a good bit of late business. 
he was we was talking about this earlier, weren't we? And he had a great run at Leipzig. Yeah. Bayern Munich only signed the best players in the Bundesliga. I like Sabitzer. I don't know. I, 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 for some reason, watched a lot of Leipzig a few years back, mainly yeah. European football, but watched a lot of them, and I really like Sabitzer. Yeah. Is it is it a loan deal or a loan deal? By yeah. the looks of it, it's, it's not completed yet, but it looks the Athletic are reporting it as close, right? So well, and they're pretty on the nerves. I, I, you know, if you're going to read anything, yeah. No, I'm I'm happy with that. It's flying in to complete it. So sounds good. The, the other notable one that makes me laugh is Forrester hoping to sign Kaylor Navas. <laughs> I've seen this one knocking around. <laughs> what what a signing that would be. Just Navas with because I think Henderson's injured, didn't he? Yes, that's he why is. Yeah, I he think is. that's why. Where Henderson's a liability as well. Yeah, but Kaylor Navas, this the Premier League, the obscene amount of money in the it's Premier the money, League, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's the money. It's because you know last season when we had clubs in all the late rounds of all three European competitions. Mm. I've ignored the Conference League because I can't remember who's in it when we've got our predictions. <laughs> yeah. but. Um, we had all we had three we had semi finalists in every competition. Yeah, uh, and you know, I've got this a great achievement for English football. But when you look at our budgets, that's really the minimum we should be aiming for. It. The mm-hmm. you know bottom. I think it was the other year when Atletico won La Liga. West Brom, who got finished bottom of the Premier League, had a bigger uh, earned more money that year than than yeah, Atletico. Yeah. So we've got our budget so. Crazy. Oh, they should be hitting those targets. I saw a stat last week to say that um, we, as a Premier League, had spent more than the other four leagues combined. Yeah, which that's just it's unbelievable, really. But, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, you know, Forest, as you said, Felipe. Yeah, but it was in the summer when they signed Remo Froyler from Atalanta, and you're like. Forest, who've just come up from the Championship, are signing a player that's been really impressive in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ren and Lodi scored the winner against Man United in the Champions League and now potentially Kaylor Navas, <laughs> Champions League winner. And, uh, Multiple times. Unbelievable. But, but Yeah, but then, on the back, but what makes it funny is that they also signed two lads from Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, just yeah, the, yeah. it's just the the ambitiousness of, and then the mm. the, the grounded ones. I don't know. The, the, it's a funny old Funny old game, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. But it's entertaining, and that's why we love it. Yes. Right, so, I mean, pointless doing a full prediction league, because, as I say, you are travelling soon. I am. But yeah. we hopefully will get one more podcast in uh, before we do, before you do. Yeah. So do you want to do a, predi- a prediction for Old Town 6 for this weekend? Let's do it. Um, so we're back to league football. Obviously, I often look in the championship as an avid yeah. Hull City fan. Just whilst you're looking, I'll I'll just say that. Uh, uh, so, well, yeah, since you've since you've since we last did a podcast, uh, Liam Rosini has took the job as Hull City manager, and he's doing doing a, grand a, fi- a fine one, a, a fine yeah. one at that. Yeah, he's uh, just just steadied the ship, and and he's got us playing relatively attractive football. I think it's it's a, a work in progress at the moment, but. What are the expectations for the rest of the season? I, th- I think we can push for a top half finish for sure. It's such a cramped, uh, a crowded league this year that you never fire off anything. And now we've got that duck off the uh, monkey. Off, I don't know what the saying is, but we're, we're, we're one of those animals off the back. Yeah, you know, we had that thing where he'd not won at home yet, albeit a great away record. So now he's resounding three 0 victory at the weekend. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's just it, again we're a bit we was a bit in a similar situation as Forest over the summer where we signed nearly sixteen players. I think a lot of them haven't worked out, and a lot of them have already left. We've sent people back who we'd signed on loan, and you know, including the young lad from Arsenal, Salah, who was supposedly quite an exciting one. Mm. Ha- Harvey Vale, who was another exciting one. He's gone back to Chelsea. The keeper Baxter's gone back to Chelsea. Uh, the other one, Simmons, we're hoping to make that permanent. There's some more loans coming in, American internationals, and it's it's a crazy, it's an exciting time to be a whole city fan. But it's yeah. it's a, one to be wary of of, of um, all the things that can go wrong as well. Mm. Uh, but I certainly think with some of the talent we've got, top top half this season and a playoff push next would be uh, well within our our sort of possibilities. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, and on that note, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I think we'll beat Cardiff on Saturday. But Cardiff at home. Well, it was the f- yeah, as you said, the first first home win in four months, wasn't it? So, yeah, and I, I, and I had to miss it because I had to work. <laughs> I think it's. Um, I don't miss home games, by the way. That's like one of a handful in uh, twenty years. I probably missed about twelve home games. So that's one of them. I think it's no coincidence that as uh, <laughs> I also missed, I've missed a couple this year, which is rare, and they've both been wins. So yeah, yeah. it's our subject. We move. Yeah, <laughs> but I am going from I'm, I'm going on yeah. Saturday, and I expect us to win. So that's where I am. Okay, I'm well, going with it. I'm um, I'm looking at Brighton to beat Bournemouth, and. Really, it's not the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not predicting any miracles there. I'm just really impressed with, with the way that Brighton are playing at the moment. They've got two games in hand over Spurs, uh, which if they won both of them, they would enter into uh, the top five. Uh, I, yeah, I see them brushing Bournemouth aside on uh, on Saturday. So that that's this, my oh, I've got on. I was, Have you got a little bit further in advance? Yeah, <laughs> see, I've got Cardiff on on Saturday, so. I've, but that, when I was looking at the Premier League, but which Saturday? <laughs> that is it's Saturday. But yeah, who have you gone for? The Brighton to beat Bournemouth. Yeah, Bright, Brighton to beat Bournemouth. Um, have I gone for the right Saturday? Yeah, you have. You're, yeah. Well, one to three. Yeah, I've got better. Haven't I? I used to, you know, bet on Man City to beat <laughs> some yeah, below par teams. I might, I might stick that one on a little double. I think that's probably easy yeah. money. Easy. Yeah, nothing's ever easy. No, there's no such thing. And when the fun stops, stop. Uh, <laughs> Why haven't we stopped? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, on that note, um, yeah, whoever's still listening, yeah. an hour in. But yeah, uh, it's good to be back. Good to be back. We'll do. Like I say, we're back next week for for one more um, cover of the weekend's games and maybe some maybe some quizage. I don't know, yeah. but we'll see. Until next time, thank you very much. Bye bye.